Hello, my beautiful beanies, and welcome to The Bean for Wednesday. First with yesterday's news, I am Glenn ZB. We're looking back at Tuesday. Uh, this uh, protest, the Tamaki seem to be bent on. Uh, we'll talk about that shortly. A home isolation uh, might be coming to a home near you for travellers uh, returning to this country. Uh, the Thunberg versus Ardern Stoush intensifies. And our golf course is a complete waste of space. But before any of that, what's our name? It appears that the people that ask for the polls have started asking people on their opinion on whether and when New Zealand changes its name to Aotearoa or Aotearoa New Zealand. And I can't imagine they will stop doing that. I imagine this is something that people will do for a while now, that this is something that's probably in now in the public consciousness and there'll be more and more discussion and probably the numbers will change and will edge up. But the question I want to ask you, and I'm quite cautious about how I frame this question too, because I don't want to ask you whether you think it's a good idea or not, but I want to ask you about what process do you think should happen for the name change and the decision about the name change to happen? Should it be like the flag referendum? Should it be that people have their say on it like that? Would you be okay about that? Or does even the thought of a referendum freak you out? So I'm curious to know how you think this is now dealt with. I mean, we live in a democracy, and democracies are about the will of the people, and they frequently talk about citizen-initiated referendum and yada, 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 but it's up for discussion now. Why? Why is it up for discussion now? Um, and and if, it, if it is, it's the wrong time, you idiots. You uh, Look, I don't care. I don't care what you call where we live. It makes no difference to me, other than the fact that practically it's a waste of money. It's exactly the same situation with the flag. It was just going to be a massive waste of money and resources changing it all. No particular love of the previous flag at all, and I certainly voted to change it because I thought, because I hate England basically, and I didn't want the Union Jack on there. But I could also, I couldn't justify changing everything, and it's the same with the name. Like, it's so expensive, even on the money, you've got to change it. You know what I mean? What? And, and also, it's not going to change. If you ha- if you did have a referendum, it would go exactly the same way as the flag thing did. It's not the right time. There's no... The, yes, I know there's lots of people who want to change it, but there's more people who want to keep it the same. We know this. It's obvious. Don't try and pretend it isn't true. Don't try and pretend you're going to be able to change people's minds. You come back in 20 years' time, and it might be different. Do it then. Idiots. Idiots. Um, speaking of uh, people with interesting ideas and interesting timing, uh, the Tamakis want to have a lockdown protest this weekend. Uh, Phil Goff, the Mayor of Auckland, not so keen. What's your reaction to this? 
Well, if I recall rightly, um, uh, Brian and uh, Hannah Tamaki were people that a couple of months ago were saying, telling their congregations not to get vaccinated. So first of all, they give people the opposite advice to what's good for individuals, their families and the community. And then they want to go out while every one of us is making a sacrifice and trying to follow the rules, uh, to break the rules by congregating together in a way that you might spread the, uh, uh, the, the virus. It doesn't make sense to me. And, you know, while so many Aucklanders have worked so hard and sacrificed so much to try to get rid of this virus, um, these people seem to be working in the opposite direction. What have the cops... I don't think that's good enough. What have the cops told you in terms of expected numbers? Um, I don't think they know. Is Phil Goff actually going to do something about this or is he just going to whinge about it? I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm probably on his side, but I wonder how effective he really is. It's almost like the mayor is just a meaningless figurehead that can't re- doesn't really have any power to do anything, isn't it, in some ways? Hey, um, it, it looks like finally people are going to be able to do home 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 I don't know why I can't say this home isolation it just makes me nervous the thought of it um, instead of having to do the old MIQ thing that'll take some of the pressure off the MIQ thing apparently but again it's that tiny little morsel of of hope and we've been very good so here you go here's a little bit of something to make you feel good with the promise of something more but I guess that's the way it works you know, until such time as it can be shown that people can be trusted, until such time as if there are mistakes or gaps or people behave badly, then the system can cope. This is the way it's going to have to be. Are you going to, if you're one of those who's been hanging out for a glimmer of hope of being able to travel without having to try and get a space in MIQ, Will you be putting your name in the hat? Will you be expressing your interest? Employers will need to apply on behalf of employees and all expressions of interest which meet the criteria will be put in the ballot between September 30 and Saturday, October 9. Will you be one of those who will be doing that? Oh, it's great to fill out a form, isn't it? People love filling out forms. Why is it so hard? I, I've got a tax bill and I don't know why. I've never had a tax bill before. But I've got one this year and, and I'm trying to figure it out. And the forms. Ah, oh, what about make you lose the will to live? That's, is that the theory? Um, now, uh, Greta Thunberg, sometimes just mentioning her name causes some people to lose the will to live. But, um, she's come out hard against... Our own Jacinda Ardern. What's happening? Ardern has called the climate change, uh, the climate emergency, life or death, but also said that, you know, these things take time. James Shaw, the climate change minister, says our emissions haven't decreased yet, but it's a marathon effort. There is a detailed plan coming, apparently, but not until 2022. Uh, There'll also be plans to meet goals of the Paris Agreement. Not sure when. Uh, But back to Thunberg. The past three years have been spent dedicating her life, words and time to the climate crisis. She says of that that she thinks naivety and childishness are sometimes a good thing. The great thing about youth, she says, is you're not blinded by real politic and the assumption of compromise. I do think older people, she says, 
make things more complicated than they actually are. Is that true, though? I mean, the exuberance of youth is one thing, but age and experience is sometimes another very necessary tool. Yes, it may complicate things, but you know what? Sometimes life is complex. When we think of Greta, you're probably still imagining her as I was sitting on footpath with, you know, footpaths with cardboard signs. But these days she's living it up in her own apartment in Stockholm, independent 18-year-old, basically being a celebrity. Twice nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize, addressing the UN and being thanked by the Pope. Not your average 18-year-old's day out. So how do we take her latest jibe in our PM's direction? I'd say we probably take it on the chin and move on. Yeah, it's mystifying, isn't it? How some people are just given license to pass judgment on other people. You know, your Greta Thunbergs, your John Keys. Remember John Key? He was the guy who called people who made allegations alligators. And I'm pretty sure he still thinks the plural of text is texters. And yet, He's now telling us how to run the country. Don't know how I got onto that. Uh, let's leave that there um, and uh, uh, talk about whether or not golf courses are just a massive waste of space. There's a, a great little, almost secret spot, which is Jagger's Bush, and then it goes into uh, Lemington Reserve. And it's the same band, essentially it's the same band of forest that runs sure. from across the hills uh, behind Western Springs, across through the zoo, and then across the road and eventually out parallel to Miola Reef. And there's a great yeah. little coastal walk there and a boardwalk through the mangrove forest. And then you can go right down to Point Chev um, Reserve right down the end and then up the coastal side, the other side. There's enormous amounts of um, walking space, but um, not enormous amounts of golfing space. But um, in terms of, you know, the housing sort of stuff, let's replace like with like. If you want to put more housing in, because I agree with the others that we don't want to keep uh, increasing on our infrastructure costs and spreading, um, you know, until we're part of Hamilton, part of Topo. But, um, you know, if if they need more space, so replace like with like, build up, uh, buy up housing stock and um, demolish it and build high rise, uh, medium rise, whatever the density requirement in that area is. Um, but we just can't keep chopping up uh, green space. Once all the golf courses are gone, then they come for the parks. Or, and just work with me on this, do you put the high-rises in and then on top of the high-rises put the golf courses back on? Now, now listen, just hear me out. So you're, you're teeing off on the top of one building to try and land your ball on top of another one. And then you take the lift down and go up the lift of the next building and play the rest of the hole. That sounds exciting, doesn't it? Just an idea. Don't that thing is a bad idea. I'm Glenn ZB. I'll be back with more bad ideas tomorrow on another News Talk ZB. See you then.